0: The, the Youthscape yous- yous- Podcast.
1: Hello, friends. This is the Youthscape Podcast with me all the way in the north of England, Rachel Gardner, and.
0: and yeah, and me down in the south of England. Martin Saunders. I forgot, temporarily forgot my own name there. (laughs) That's fine. Martin Saunders.
1: That's fine, because I was about to then say, and this is a few days after the night before of the night after of that big thing that we did. And I think we're still tired, Martin. I'm still tired. I'm still reeling from having left Preston and and travelled on the motorway to come all the way down to Luton and be in the same room as real
0: people. It was, it, was, it was exciting and thrilling and exhausting. And also we had that thing about, uh, you know, one o'clock in the morning where, uh, I, you may not have had this, but I was just wide awake thinking mm-hmm. the one thing I really need now is sleep. And yet I'm just thinking about, you know, uh, 101 different things. We are, of course, talking about Now What, which was the Youthscape two-day Absolutely. conference online, which the, it's the beauty of it is it's the conference that goes on forever because you can just go and watch yes. it now.
1: In fact, people could be listening to this podcast and watching the conference. I mean, that what, this is going to mess with our sense of reality, isn't it? All of this online stuff, is You
0: could, it? could You think- could, depending on how predictable you think we are. You could start the podcast and the stream of Now What at the same time and see whether it broadly matches on, whether we kind of talk the same amount
1: yeah and whether we're bots basically we're just we're just humanoid bots sent to churn out the good stuff about youth work. Well, it, it was very, It was a really interesting time. And I think what I had a little giggle about right up from the front, Martin, was to make sure that we were absolutely abiding by social distancing and being COVID safe and COVID compliant. Yes, yes. Uh, we, had, we had lots of measurement tools everywhere around the building, so we all knew where to stand. But it meant that the best thing for you and I to do, mainly because I cannot stand still, we realised was to have us both sat in fairly fixed chairs that I would not yes. be able to get out of. Behind the mama of all desks, like a yes. huge desk. So I was afraid it might feel a little bit like a news anchor. I don't know why it did, but that was quite, it was quite nice, I think. It felt quite reassuring to me and I think reassuring to others that there was, you know, what, what isn't normally in the podcast, there was an anchor to us. Yes. We were literally tethered, which never happens in podcast It laps. felt so like someone...
0: Someone was telling us what to do, and that there's somebody somewhere had a plan. Whereas in
1: an earpiece, when we record these
0: things, (laughs) there's no plan. No plan at all.
1: No, we did have earpieces, gentle listener. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. I've never had an experience of speaking, and because I'm not a a worship leader or or a musician. Whereas if if you are, you're quite used to that. But it was the strangest thing to hear voices coming through the earpiece telling me like one minute left you've got a bogey hanging out your nose make sure martin saunders doesn't cry again live you know all that mm. kind of stuff it was very off-putting i felt
0: remember your co-host's name that would have been a, <laughs> a thing you were asked wouldn't it <laughs>
1: Remember, your co-host is not your child. I referred to Martin. So basically, twice on the first evening, I referred to Martin by the name of my three-year-old son.
0: <laughs> I think everyone gets it when when people think of me as a three-year-old. No one's surprised.
1: <laughs> oh, suddenly! Oh, amazing! So it was a really brilliant twenty-four hours, wasn't it? We had, yeah. we had to say, we had a huge amount of fun, and it also felt like the most extraordinary privilege. Mm -hmm. Um, When names popped up on the live feed, the people that we know, people that we don't know, people were sharing like really powerful, poignant insights, some great wisdom, some great learning, some real sense of failure and like people were so honest I, I felt like people were sat on the front of their chair engaging mm. with this even if they were lounging just in their boxer shorts on the sofa but it felt like the engagement of the community was really strong mm. martin was that did you
0: pick up that sense as yeah, well yeah i i did i i think there's a lot to debrief this is the debriefish uh, episode the debrief. of um, uh, of of the youthscape podcast so if you haven't been to any of now what go go and sample some and then come back. Um, but I, I did feel there were some really interesting things to learn and take from it about how conferences and events could work differently online. And I'm not, I, I'm not yet of the thought that we should um, dispense with physical uh, conferences at all, because I think there's loads of really good reasons. But, but there's some brilliant stuff that you more readily do online, which um, either you can't do in person or might in future inform what we do in person. And so the big... I don't know, the big thing for for us really was just this engagement from people all the time, getting in touch, uh, sending us messages, asking questions to the speakers, sending in their stories. I mean, that was what made it feel so dynamic and alive was that we knew, um, you know, like literally hundreds of people were commenting along and I've never seen such a consistently positive, kind, uplifting Mm. stream of comments on the internet anywhere. Yes, it was, it was almost apart from when we got too popular and people started finding us by accident. and had no and idea what we what were. Hilarious things. That were there. Yeah, <laughs> but but until that happened, it just felt like one community that had decided to be not, not on their best behaviour, just be in agreement like i yes. think we were so glad to be gathered back together there was just no sense of division or grumpiness like, occasionally we, i think you know we'll get onto this there might have been moments where we slightly put a foot wrong and people were happy to tell us that but yeah. um but it was all very kind and it it, it yes. did feel like a big family conversation
1: it did it was very kind and it and it was very diverse in that it it felt like there wasn't a pre-formed set of ideas that were about to be downloaded by the end of the conference it genuinely felt this could go in any direction like there's all sorts of avenues of ideas and thoughts opening up and i that's what i agree with you i really liked it that everybody's voice was listened to and given good airtime, and people really engaged and people thought oh i did, i'd never thought about doing that during lockdown but that was really interesting that's what you did that a, there wasn't a oh no you've not done it my way therefore it's not good i think because because again you, the boring analogy we're all in the same boat actually we're, we're just so aware that we've we've all paid the cost of this it's hurt Mm. all of us it's been difficult for all of us and so actually i felt there was a lot of grace to listen to others because there were no there was no sense that anyone was putting themselves forward as a hero there was no egos there was no like kind of stomping around like showing off these amazing ideas people and the guests that we had either sat with us in the room which i think we need to talk about this because i think this is really interesting Mm. Mm. either who were in who were behind their screen so they were zooming in live because people really wanted to do that who couldn't be physically with us they didn't want to pre-record they often wanted to be live and those that has bigger did pre-record but only a few days before um and those live I felt people were a lot spoke a lot quieter and spoke a lot more informally mm. and the guests that came and sat in the room sat quite still and were very engaging because they weren't they weren't being big personalities. We were, mm. you know, you and I being a bit silly, and the rest of it. But it, it felt like a bunch of human beings, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to a bunch of people who've learned how to own a big space. So yeah, I thought that was very
0: moving, actually. Well, there's the, the um, there's a lot of stuff to unlearn. I think um, we were obviously silly when the earpiece told us to be, but. But other yeah, than that, now, you're right? <laughs> other than that, we were, we were, we were all very calm, and it was, it was, it didn't feel like a Christian conference platform. And we, you know, you and I have talked about this before, but there's a whole yeah. set of conventions, almost rules around how you act and how you speak, how yeah. you even affect your voice when yeah. you speak on a Christian conference platform that's like a physical yeah. stage with an audience, yeah. but none of those rules exist when it comes to online. Nobody knows yeah. how to do this online. And so, so none, of that, none of that sort of um, – none, none of those rules are there and people were able to forge their own way. And the natural, the natural way to be then is to be ourselves and to be yeah. relaxed and calm and, and not act like we think we're trying to entertain a thousand yeah, people. It's
1: interesting. Mm. I think there's
0: something really powerful in that. I think there's lots to learn from. Mm. That. It was a very low platform, partly very,
1: platform, yeah,
0: and partly because um, of the fact that if you were watching at home, you could pose a question to yeah, a speaker, to any point. At yeah. any, and have it and have it asked and answered, and yes. that just I think anything that helpfully lowers and separ- you know narrows the distance between the stage and the people in the uh,
1: yes. congregation.
0: Uh, yes or whatever is, is in a the
1: community mm, there we go yeah
0: that's a so that was good really good We,
1: you and i've joked on on this before that, that one of the weird things about all of this during lockdown and, and doing our youth ministry via zoom or whatever um and then this conference being largely facebook live and youtube live and um zoom is that the only time in life where somebody's face looms large in your in your um, site is when they're about to kiss you or hit you. Um, and I, and I think, it, I think we've kind of all slightly become quite aware of that. And so the whole conference was again, lots of faces close up apart from you and me as the hosts. Yes. So we actually were quite far away, which I think people also quite enjoyed that it wasn't us going, hello. And the next <laughs> thing is, you know, like right up in your grill. And actually people were able to kind of go, Oh, whew a little bit of a gap and then we're going to tune in again to a fairly large face. I mean, everyone has these most amazing faces, but, um, and they can sort of tune in and actually I think I noticed more people getting quite moved as they were speaking a couple of times Tim Alford ch- choked up a couple of times Chris Russell and I and I because their their faces are quite close to the screen I could really mm. see their eyes welling up and I mm. thought oh that's that's really lovely I've never listened to Tim Alford so close where I can really see him welling up I can sense mm. him welling up but, but I found that quite moving as well that you yeah. really got to see the landscape of somebody's face. I thought that was lovely.
0: We did get to see the landscape of people's faces. <laughs> Obviously, they requested specifically that our faces were as far away from the camera <laughs> just give them as right possible. Back. <laughs> Um And we're not suggesting for one moment that anyone in the youth ministry community has a big face. We're not, we're not <laughs> suggesting that. We're not a normal size face. Just, just a different... But, but when you're
1: like this, it's wow. like, oh, that was scary. That was. I'm freckly like anything. Why? Because there's no sun in Preston. Why my freckles have come out? The, can we? Can I just... Am I allowed to just... Moan? We're both freckly people. We've never talked we about that. We've not. But I, the weather up here is just awful. And I've decided that it's either on raining, or mm. it's not really raining. But if you sit like in a conservatory in the car, there's enough drips coming down that make you go, "Well, do I? Do we go out to the park or not? Like, is this going to oh. head towards more rain, or is this going to stay like this? <laughs> it's just so like, do something, weather, like storm oh, no. or sun. Don't, don't do this. Don't dribble. Don't dribble, weather.
0: So, lovely um, for the plants, of course. Lovely as, for the plants. But the sort but of I'm thing we start to say in our forties. <laughs>
1: but like we've just we've just hit the age old thing have you noticed how many christian leaders go to cornwall on their holiday oh, so my insta feed is suddenly full of sunny pics in cornwall and i'm just like oh this is when i this is when i
0: took myself off insta so last year i remember this being one of the triggers how are they getting, holiday- how are they getting these i mean how do they get these places I don't understand it. I like we we really struggle to go on holiday. We really struggle to get away, yeah. and we really struggle to find somewhere to go um, that we can afford. Um, and I'm just, yeah. constantly, you're absolutely right. Like the great and good of the Christian world, they they've got some. There's some racket going with us with a holiday homes in Cornwall. I want in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We're here to debrief. Oh, yeah. Now what? Okay. So now um, I, I Zoomed in, as in, now not the way that we commonly use the word Zoom, as in I arrived for this 24 hours. And I had yep. very little, really, to do with the prepping of it. Although I always tried to, like, hang on your coattails and make it out that I'm kind of part of this. I'm not really. So, Martin, you very much, you and Robbie and the team, put on... Shaped now what? And of course, we need to talk about satellites because it was a key time where we launched our summer event for 2021. So exciting! So, when when you were thinking about putting on now what? What what was in your mind? What 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 were you wanting to do? And Mm -hmm. did we do
0: it? That's a that's a good question. I feel like um we might actually evaluate this thing.
1: This is Um, an appraisal. Actually, Chris has asked me to do it with you. That's
0: what novel way of doing an appraisal. It is. It's as a as a publicly available podcast. Oh, that's a great idea. We should do that with all staff appraisals. <laughs> um, no, I think um, we we sensed that there was a, a sort of a need to gather the youth ministry community together. We, we were starting to feel that we probably were going to have to postpone the National Youth Ministry Weekend. Um, and, and actually, a couple of weeks ago, we did do that. Um, but also it felt like actually earlier than that, like we've, we've all been on the receiving end. I mean, all of us, you know, all of humanity have been on the receiving end of such a blow over the last five months to all of our security, all of our kind of sense of, of which way is up, you know, all of that stuff has been shaken and it just felt like we we need to gather people, but we can't, we can't, you know, the very nature of this thing means that we can't gather people physically. And so could we gather people digitally? And if we did that, um, could we very specifically look together at the next 12 months ahead that we're going to have to all navigate together, but actually in lots of different contexts right across the country? And and so, so the idea was born pretty quickly of a, of a very focused event, which looked at developing a vision for the next 12 months. And so yeah. I... I'm glad that we put on a, a good event that everybody likes, but I think the the proof of the pudding, as it were, is yes. whether people came away from it feeling like, yes, I've got over a bit of a, a blockage yes. and, um, uh, you know, I, I'm able to look ahead to the next 12 months with some with some clearer ideas about what yes. that might involve and look like. And early feedback seems to be yes. that people – um, people keep using the phrase actually. I, I read it in an email the other day um, that, that that now what's helped them get over the the bump like yes. it's, it's managed to help them get past the the, the thing they were stuck in, the, the sort yes. of emotional state that they were in, completely understandably because of COVID. And I think so the idea of the, the event was that you'd spend the first part of the conference, the first session looking back and reflecting and lamenting a bit and being honest about how difficult this has been. And then the next morning, starting to look at what's, what's working, what new things are springing up, what we could do in response. And then that final session was just about bringing it all back to God and saying, none of this works without you. God, you're, you're the centre of it all. Yeah. And, um, and so trying to, again, rediscover a real vision for Jesus-centred youth work. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's easy for me to say. But I feel like we did deliver that.
1: I feel as well that it was the easiest thing in the world to gather the community, and I felt, I know, I know that we pressed the button and said, "This time, this place, on this device, mm. be there sort of thing." But I, I felt that people gathered themselves. I, mm. I, just felt, I felt that we were all ready for somebody to go. Come on, then. <laughs> You know, be under the tree at the bottom of the playgrounds. So we're going to pass around sweets. You know, it just, it just felt the most natural thing. And, and, I, and I, it felt like a huge honor that, that people who were willing to do that, who were ready to do that, were willing to do it when we said, how about now? Mm. and um and that just felt the most incredible privilege actually um i I still am really excited to look at the feedback and and see how many people have connected at some point over the 24 hours who were not who would not normally come to a kind of a youth for christ um youth evangelism conference national youth ministry weekend kind of thing i'd be be really interested to see who Mm. maybe has never connected with any of this before i i would be yeah, I think that'd be quite exciting for me to think. because there be lots of church leaders that have never thought about youth ministry? And this may be it was their first sort of attempt to um, be part of it. Because I do still think that sometimes the youth ministry tribe is a really well kept secret in the church. And other yeah. church leaders that say to me things like, Right, Rachel, we've had an idea. We, we think we should do some stuff with our, our teenagers. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Oh, that's awesome. That's a great idea can I introduce you to lots of amazing organisations that can help you? So yeah. I think that, that really, that, yeah, and, and, and I think the numbers have to play that out, don't they? Like the numbers yeah. that connected, at one point we had over 900 people live on the conversation. Well, that's, yeah, that's more yeah. than we'd have in a National Youth mission weekend morning session. So I think the numbers sort of back that up a little bit, that, that more folks were, were getting involved, which I just think is so, what does that tell us? us. Are, it, it, are we on the edge of seeing a, a re- a renewed interest or renewed passion for or desperation for young people is that what this is telling us I mean what why are more people connecting with this event
0: I mean it would be lovely to read that into the to the statistics I think um the the absolute truth behind our stats is that um we think we probably had about two and a half thousand people engaging in the sessions uh, people and and small groups of people as well. So I know of some uh, groups that watched it together. So um, now the actual numbers, if you go onto YouTube or Facebook, you'll see the numbers are way higher than that. Um, but that's a, a bit to do with uh, YouTube's algorithms and what happens when you start to get a bit popular. And when you start to get a stream becomes a bit popular, um, it then goes wider and becomes promoted to all sorts of people who are just interested in what's going on live. And so... There was a stage when we had like seven or eight thousand people engaged in a session, um, but a lot of those people were just there for a few moments before realising oh, we were nutters. Okay, um, so <laughs> yes! so <Join> the madness! <laughs> maybe somebody, you know, wouldn't it be lovely to think that somebody yes. heard something brilliant about Jesus? I mean, if somebody tuned into Chris Russell, they may oh. want well to just give it. I mean, I gave my life during that
1: all show, our speakers. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but um, but you know the. Um, uh, the, the truth is we probably gathered about two and a half times as many people as we would for a physical event yeah. and that's that's really interesting um there's something about the perfect storm of the timing of the event and maybe the focus of the event and the speakers we had involved and the buzz that we going online and all of it seemed to just crescendo together on thursday and friday last week in a way that i think if you tried to repeat it again you might get a quarter of the people engaged. There is that. But I think you might be right. I think there may be a whole bunch of church leaders and churches who are thinking we'd love to do. Yeah. yeah, And parents. I think we'd love to do more with our young people, but we don't Mm. know where to start. And hopefully the event gave those people a foothold for maybe starting more. So, what we'll we'll find out over the over the coming weeks and months, where the more get in, more people get in touch with us to say, help us get started. That would be yes. a dream, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, it'd be amazing! Or well, they get involved with sort of a, a local schools work trust in their area, yeah. or a kind of a a hub in their area that are, that you know be doing youth ministry. I'd love that. Um, my lovely friend Sam, he, he, I was like, come on, Sam, he's not, he's, he's a church leader, he's not a youth leader. I was like, come on, you, what, watch back over the twenty four hours. He's like, no, nah, I haven't got time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, oh, OK, then he said, well, there's this app I've got on my phone, he told me, where it will read a book for you and will give you a 15 minute synopsis of this book. So he was Ooh. like, come on, just give me the highlights. And I was like, I can't give you the highlights, sir. It was a journey. We went on a journey. And, and, and he was like, no, give me the highlights. So I was like, no, it's a journey. And obviously we are going to talk about some highlights now because there were some amazing highlights. Yeah. But I think it's worth saying I find talking about highlights quite difficult or like the key things that came out of it quite difficult. Yeah. Because although some very clear messages came through, almost the the kind of the, the work that we did together to get to those key points, I think will make these things a real priority in us. And I think if all you just hear now is me and Martin saying, I think we think everyone thinks we should do this. Yeah, The danger is, you know, you'll either be someone like, yeah, I already think that or, well, I don't agree with that. And it, it won't be as transformational. So I do think if you're listening to thinking, oh, well, I've listened to the podcast or I need to really listen to now what? I mean, of course you do beloved ones because it was lots of our amazing peer friends who know what they're mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. not just us. So please listen to them. But also because that piece of work of the 24 hours, really listening well to each other, I think for me landed the stuff in a different way i mean i i've yeah. come away going oh my goodness we discipleship is a priority and as everybody knows jason and i are um doing some church planting soon and the church we're planting is a real focus on 11s to 18s. and and so we'd, we'd already decided discipleship is important but i've come away going no no jason like
0: but, yeah. you know
1: the discipleship pipeline like this is it and i think probably for a lot of us what we already knew to be actually true has probably become Mm. a lot clearer and has Mm. a weight to it.
0: Mm.
1: So give it a 15-minute synopsis, Martin. No, I think you're absolutely (laughs)
0: right. Um, Well, I mean uh there's not even 15 minutes this podcast left so your friend sam will be delighted he won't listen to this podcast
1: (laughs) he won't
0: so it doesn't matter but i think there's a a real danger by the way in that sort of thinking i've seen that app that that reads your reads and digests and and gives you a a a pricey's books for you and Mm. i think there's something really dangerous in that and really yeah i mean i think things worth doing take time don't they and and there is something about giving yourself your brain over to something over a period of, you know, th- the period of weeks that it takes to read a book properly in and just take mm. it all in, you know, um, mm. as something, yeah, I wouldn't shortcut that. There are no real. Yeah, shortcuts.
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that, that, that being said, it's all right. He'll never listen to this. Um, I think, uh, broadly speaking, I don't want to do, uh, too many. Well, it, we either have to pick out everything or, yes. or just one or two. Um, so for Thursday. Thursday um start off with the first evening we did this kind of lament uh mm. session but we also we started with young people which I thought was really profound that was actually mm. Chris Chris Curtis's idea that we start with young people um and uh, we should really give Chris Chris a bit more credit I mean Chris, yes. it was really Chris's yeah. idea to do you now what in the yes, first place. The yeah and um and yeah his idea was let's start with young people and so we had Kate Middleton do this brilliant just opening up of the world of young people, particularly their their mental health and, and emotional mm. well-being at this time. I thought it was incredibly powerful. Great to have her then come on and take some practical questions about that. And then I'm so glad that we spent proper time um, listening to some voices around how that experience was slightly different for young people of colour. Mm. And so, um, so, so if you're black and going through the last few months, then there's these two extra dimensions. First of all, mm-hmm. COVID-19 seems to be more dangerous, but also the killing of George Floyd and everything that's been happening in the media around that has been, has been huge and will have had a massive impact mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really glad that we spent some time. And if, if there was one thing I'd say, you know, go back and listen to it straight away, it would be uh, Craig Pinckney um, yeah. and then also Natalie Evans joining us to talk through some of that. Um, yeah. we, we, we spent a good half an hour on it actually. And I think it was absolutely, yeah. we could have spent much longer talking about the stuff yeah. that felt very rich and, mm. um, and that was good. And then of course we had Tim Alford, um, brilliantly being very vulnerable mm. about what it's been like to be a leader through these last, um, few months. And, and again, you know, I mean, I, I think I'd advocate just going back and listening to everything.
1: Yeah. So think, um, yeah. you can
0: skip us, you can skip our bits.
1: Easy. You, you can easily skip us. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, because you can see us. We're immediately very far away. We have very, we don't have big faces. <laughs> uh, but you can skip us. Um, but but go back and listen to those talks. So I thought mm. that first session was was fantastic. Mm. Uh, and then the next morning, Rach, maybe you pick it up. Um, we we had like loads of voices. Of yeah. Well, before doing... before
1: that, I picked you up from the hotel, and we went and did drive through Starbucks oh, yeah. and had luxury fruit toast. <gasps> I mean, our morning started yeah. well. It, yeah. you, you don't like that like none, none of us now take drive-throughs for granted do we we were like oh amazing so yeah so we had and we and we had some great folks come and sit on the stool next to us on the on the, on the desk and just talk little snapshots of what what's worked what's not not worked and and I think I use the phrase slaying their lane but it really was a number of different leaders who over the sort of 12 weeks maybe hadn't even realized until they sat on the stool next mm. to us but they suddenly went oh actually i I've, I've learned quite a lot of stuff like mm. I've developed a whole new muscle around with jemima that's detached up and working with the most vulnerable young people and we're talking huge numbers after a disastrous start of like no young people wanting to engage online to mm. suddenly she's doing 300 care packages a week and then tom clark who is youth pastor of hdb talking about what it looks like for them who have young people all across the capital suddenly you know resourcing youth ministry when you can't gather but actually you're a church that's scattered anyway so that was Mm. really interesting Mm. thinking for Mm. them and and very much for them they didn't start with a digital space they'd actually planned you'll hear it in the talk they'd planned to actually shut down a lot of that stuff and then covid happened so it was a really interesting they had to really come before the lord on that didn't they so Mm. they didn't just jump into it saying great we've got the tech they really considered that and then um Um, wonderful caries up in scotland again somebody who just spoke so knowledgeably into what does it mean if your youth ministry is with the most disadvantaged young people who already see themselves as isolated lost invisible and 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 they they are so um they are, yeah, they are so invisible in, in society. Um, and you are set up a youth trust It's all about reaching their needs, but you, you can't see them. And so they get really creative about laying rugs out on the grass and getting a guitar and putting a seat in a certain place. And I had a little cry when she said a young person sat on the seat and just said, this is the safest I felt all through lockdown. Mm. So some really compelling stories of frontline yeah. youth ministry that, that was so simple, but just so Jesus. It was yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. And, uh, and then we had uh, an interview with Kendra Creasy-Dean, of course, where she just <laughs> came out with gold yeah, all on the ice, way really. through. And again, <laughs> we can't probably cover that. In her in, kitchen. We probably that can't cover cool. that in, no, our, in our time now. That.
1: We'll say that to you. Watch it. Go and watch that one. Yeah,
0: Um, But yeah, watch it back. Um, There's there's probably a whole other podcast to do on some of the things that she talked about Mm. there. Um, And then uh, we had some brilliant seminars in the afternoon. I mean, basically, just go and watch it all. Just over the course of the summer, find time to watch it all. We're going to chop it up into bits, by the way. So you can either watch it all together or you can just pick out the individual talks and watch those. Um, And then on the last evening, um, I mean, there was just some... There was just some amazing stuff there in that final one. And um, again, you get to that point where you start to feel like God is speaking in a way that you'd never planned for because, of course, you can't, but in a way that, um, yeah, it's just so special and uh, never ceases to sort of take you by surprise even though he does it every time. And, uh, And one of the things that really felt like it was coming through very clearly was just the priority for thinking small and thinking about what's right in front of us and not necessarily worrying about either how many young people we're we're reaching or how big the thing we're building might be mm. um but but simply in this time responding to the need of the ones mm. and twos or tens or hundreds or whatever that yeah. are right in front of us at this time um and that seems to just come through everything so um, so that final, that final session, we had a bunch of kind of people giving feedback. We had a brilliant conversation with Lucy Shuka. Again, you
1: should check. Mm, oh, it's fantastic. That uh, was a real highlight actually for me. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. again, just Massive. joining the dots between mm. some of the things we've been talking about and some new research that's uh, mm. just come out that, that she's done. Um, and, uh, and then towards the end, uh, Laura Hancock getting us to think about our own spiritual lives. Um, yes. and, and then that just wonderful um, preach at the end from uh, Reverend Chris Russell um, from from within the walls of his church um, just yeah. look it was such a beautiful kind of it was cinematic dramatic, yeah. ending um, yeah. and that is just a stunning a stunning um, he got yeah. angry
1: didn't he he got oh. yeah the real fire in him like, we, I mean it's raw
0: it's raw I, stuff I've watched that back several times mm. and every time i felt so emotional at the end of it mm. it just mm. makes you want to go and kind of like yeah. If I wasn't doing youth ministry, it would make me quit my job and do youth ministry. Go and do youth ministry, um, yeah. So so we just, I think, we, we, you, you get the picture. We yeah. we think it was wonderful, and it's not because we were in it. By all means, skip our bits, but, but check out some of these bits of gold mm. that were all the way through it because it's all there forever on YouTube. And as I say, we'll make it more digestible uh, and we'll chop it up over the weeks to come
1: yeah oh beautiful I, I know we were joking about Kenda being in her kitchen and crisping in in St. R- St Lawrence's and Laura being in front of the Youth for Christ hedge and stuff and I think there was something really lovely about where people chose to be as they did mm. this stuff and I think again it, it, there was lots of moments that felt very subversive mm. they kind of broke the guessing machine and I think you know you're right that when, when a conference is live it there's there's a kind of a the way it happens that just that's the way conferences are. You stand in front yeah. of a, a, a bright lights, you're on a platform, you know, there's music, and, and even with the best one in the world, it, it, that's kind of how it functions. Whereas to suddenly have all our dear friends in their kitchen doing this, so like yeah. you, it, you it really is masks off and mm. hearts out, and it is there's something really just really wonderful about that. And again, I think I'm the same as you, Martin. Had I not been involved with the youth ministry community, having watched how this team does this. I'd want in because I love how they lead. I love how they're prepared. Uh, yeah. Just to be vulnerable and pause and yeah. And, and rise from this beautifully. Yeah. So Very exciting. So um, are there some things that we need to say to our dear listeners? Like we're going to have a little bit of a break over August. Not yet, yeah. We've Got yeah. one more, one more podcast. I want to kind of build you up to it, but there's yeah. going to be a little break over August. And actually, Maybe we can talk about this a bit more in the next week's podcast. But one of the things that Laura talked about was just, just that the rhythms of grace and just mm. the race. And and the, unsurprisingly, the, the amount of comments that she had, like, how do I do that? How do I do that with a church leader that doesn't take a break? And I think we want to really be pushing that, you know, take a break, feed mm. your soul, let stuff get shoddy. And I said this in our staff team meeting yesterday. As a church and we've prepared things to be a bit shoddy because that's what it means to take a yeah. break in August. Yeah. It hasn't yeah. got to be perfect. So I think it'd be good to just take a pause, you know, look at the rhythm of the summer for you. And I know if you've got children or people that you care for and it's not always that straightforward, but but you know, sit down and, and think how can this be done differently over August to feed my soul? And
0: yeah. yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So so we're gonna take some of our own medicine and uh, this is the penultimate episode of the series um, yes. and we 're we 're going to do one more next week and then um, and then after that we 're going to take a break for summer That's so good. forgive us there 's one hundred and seventy four episodes in the archive if you get bored or go and work your <laughs> way through through now what over the summer uh. for the first time or or repeat viewing. I think it'll reward that mm. um, but yeah, the last thing to say, of course, is that during um, Uh, thursday we we actually launched tickets for satellites.
1: yes go on tell us
0: Um, so yeah so our event for young people uh 10th to the 14th of august 2021 really excited about it uh there's more stuff more details being added to the website daily Uh, but if you go there you can actually book your uh, group leader ticket now and we'd love it if you did that if you were prepared to sort of put your, Rachel's metaphor, put your tent peg in the ground and say, I'll come with you. And if you do that, we'll get in touch with you um, and uh, we'll actually be asking you to help us plan and shape it a bit as well as an early adopter. So 25 quid, um, it's just a deposit, but just putting a deposit on your ticket as a leader guarantees your group is then reserved so please do that if you can now and it just gives us a bit more surety of who's coming we have actually already had lots of groups sign up so really excited by that but um but we'd love more so um yeah we are satellites.com um which will just take you actually at the moment to an area of the youthscape website but it sounds very grand
1: so exciting right so I think that's that's enough from both of us twittering on and it is beginning to come toward the end of an era because we've done all these podcasts during lockdown like oh. we've squeezed them in between caring for kids and then you're about to go and take a child to do sport and I need to go and sort out one child downstairs So I think has found a Sharpie and probably drawn on another wall. So, you know, we never know quite what carnage we're going to discover after doing the podcast, but
0: it's
1: going to be sad, but we're not really doing it with this high risk anymore. We're doing it in a studio. these have been yeah. good times so bless you you wonderful people listening and um, we want you mostly to be encouraged like right to the very guts and sinews of yourself of your soul you are so loved and you are so called for such a time as this and we really want you to head into summer feeling encouraged above all things we love you lots and lots and lots
0: Bye. absolutely and remember Rachel your son is not called Martin
1: <laughs> Martin My- i <laughs>